Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, check that out. We got the pregame stuff still up. Sick. Uh, Avs win over the Anaheim Ducks 5-1 to one in honestly what pretty felt like casual fashion to the most part. When the Avs decided to start playing hockey, they just kind of won the game. And that was that was the story of the night. Uh, 60-second rundown. I will do my best. Uh, the start of the game was actually pretty slow for Colorado. I do not think they played their best through the first 10 minutes. A lot of sloppiness, a lot of not great hockey, to say the least. Uh, that does eventually come back to bite them. A terrible pass by Kale McCarr in his own zone results in a turnover that ends up in the back of their net. Thankfully, that would be the only goal Colorado allows in the entire game, though. They sorted it out almost immediately after that mistake. Uh, Bowen Byram gets one by himself, kind of skates around like a madman to get the abs on the board. And then at the end of the first period, Nathan McKinnon is just better than you. And the abs somehow win the period 2-1, despite them not playing particularly great. Second period, it was just go time. Colorado decided they were better. They were better to the level that Jack Johnson is even scoring on Anaheim. So that happens. Valenshushkin picks up one as well to get it to 4-1. And then to leave no doubt, the Avs keep the power play streak going in the third period with Sam Girard picking it up for the 5-1 final. Not bad. Not bad. Kind of got there on this one. Um, this is something I've talked about a little bit in my Avalanche reviews. I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. Have the Avs had enough easy wins like this this year? It feels like they haven't had a ton. I think it's clouded by the easy wins of last year because there were so many dominant Both. ones that this year's group just hasn't been able to string together quite as many. But we talk a lot about the context of this season and perhaps they were owed a better fate, but it has been less, but I think for reasons we can expect pointing back to injuries. Yeah, but this sure. time of year, you mm. like to see them having wins like this. They're important. And they have to continue to build on them because we've seen wins like this followed by disappointing losses. And so it's important for them to have these games and continue, especially with the games that they have coming up this week. If you took this game out of context, if you showed this game to someone who did not know the schedule, would you even be able to tell that the Avs were on a Sega Baba? No. That To me, that might be the most impressive part of this game. Obviously, maybe JoJo and Ned is a little bit of a tell there. But beyond that, this is a hockey team that they didn't play a perfect game. Like I said, the first 10 wasn't great. But they put together a game that was enough to win this easily and did so confidently as well. We talk about players like Bowen Byram looking confident. That confident was confidence rather was through the roof tonight. Yeah, I think it's really hard to nitpick the things about this game that you didn't like yeah. because it flipped and became so consistently dominant afterward. That what do you say? Yep. And if the result is 5-1, you had to do a lot of things right to get there. Yeah. So, I think too the the fun with it that they were able to have in the second period as a result of things starting to click like they have a little bit of a mental lapse right in that first goal against that's maybe where you see shades of second leg of a back-to-back and how sure. that play unfolds. But then after that, they don't commit to that mistake in the same way ever again. And they lean into it a bit more and have some fun with it. It was fun to see them having fun. 
major difference between early season, maybe mid season abs as well, and now season abs, current present day abs, I guess would be a more appropriate way to say it. Uh, is just that they didn't like, as you mentioned, they don't like lean into the mistake. They give up a bad goal um, on a really bad turnover from one of your best players. And everybody kind of just went, all right, let's pick him up. And it feels like that's a major difference between this version of the team than the one that we saw a few months ago that could get into some of the bad habits. You know, and, and on, honestly, we, we even saw it a little bit yesterday with the way the third period kind of unfolded yeah. uh, in Arizona. But the the Evs just never were really threatened. Mm-hmm. After it got to 1-1, the game never felt close again. Yep. They were the better team. They knew it. They went out and played like it. Yeah, and when McKinnon scored to make it 2-1 at the end of the first period, it felt like the game ended. It, it never approached being competitive again. Even if you didn't feel like that was the end of the game, they come out in the second period and just put the foot down. Yeah. Like it, it was very quickly apparent that it's like, okay, the abs are just better. That's kind of just the way the entire game went. So mm-hmm. it, it, nice to see, especially this time of year from Colorado, where I, I don't think this game stands alone. I think there's been a handful of these reminders, and Colorado has gone, hey, Remember us? We're pretty good. Yeah, and and like some of the concern about oh when we when we when they started into this stretch where the schedule got way easier, you know, they blow out say don't say. Yep. And then in the week that we were we were like, hey, this is not going to be the toughest week in the world. You blow out Chicago. Mm-hmm. You lose the tough one to Pittsburgh. You don't love that. You scrape out a couple of wins against Arizona. Not as comfortable as you would have liked. Does you got them. It does yeah. not matter. You wanted four points. You got four points. You blow out Anaheim on, on your last Rust. scheduled loss mm-hmm. of the For season. Unrested versus rested. Exactly. Yeah. In the last situation, in a season full of them, you finish that, uh, that portion of your schedule up with a plum. I mean, just blow them out of the water. And you're you're looking ahead and you're saying, okay, they've got nine games remaining. Obviously, the rest of this week turns up very quickly. Um, and teams, the rest of the schedule right now, you look at teams that care about games that they're in right now. You know, Minnesota, Dallas, L.A., Edmonton, uh, Winnipeg, Nashville. So this was the soft portion of the schedule where they were going to be able to make up a bunch of points. They did. Now you got to go out and, and, you know, you still have to win games, but yep. you, the two games against San Jose, and then I think there's one more against Anaheim where you're... There's still some pretty easy points out Yeah, there, where man. you're still like, hey, there's still some easier points there. So clinching a playoff spot shouldn't be very hard. They're only going to need probably two more wins to get to uh, where they need to get to comfortably clinch. Yep. But in terms of chasing the division, they're, they're, they're obviously right there. And that's where the attention turns. Okay, all the funny games, the Globetrotter shit, they tore the Ducks apart tonight mm-hmm. and easy. Yep. Now your focus turns to the next one. Yeah, yep. the the next two games are huge. Yep, absolutely true. Uh, those games are probably the most important games of the season, but we'll get to them when we get to them. For tonight, we're enjoying the easy dub. Yeah, uh, easy night for everybody. Yep. 
and, and easy watch along. Everybody's hanging yeah, out. Yeah, it was just a vibe. The good night, good night for the fundraiser. Uh, have not checked on the GoFundMe, but saw it was doing quite well earlier in the day. So much love to everybody that came out, everybody that's donated and you know participated in that tonight. It's yep. a huge thing for we us. We appreciate so. it a lot. Yeah, it was a lot of love. Uh, look, I think certainly in the first portion of this game, Kale McCarr was not playing well. <laughs> Obviously, the turnover leading directly to a goal on just a brutal in-zone pass that Kale McCarr just doesn't make those very often. I say all this knowing he turned this game into a multi-point night for himself. Yeah. Is Kale just that good? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's just one of those things that happens with great players is that they'll have games where they just kind of fall into points like that. That's what makes them so impossible to handle, though. You know, we talked about, oh, he has 12 points his last five games, and he had looked like a dominant player. He goes out and has two points tonight. Doesn't look like a dominant player. Well, yeah. Three points if you want to give him the assist on the Ducks goal. Like, <laughs> like, it was that kind of night. You know, he just didn't look very good, and it didn't matter. It just didn't matter because his good enough easily surpassed what Anaheim was capable of. No doubt about it. Max Jones almost found out at the end of that game. <laughs> almost. Couldn't quite finish it, but it's okay. It, it's, it, it is interesting, I think. When you look at the Avstar players, they see those things, right? They see Kale making a mistake like that. And while Kale picked it up himself, you also saw not just McKinnon, not just Ranton, and not just those guys, but you saw the rest of the defense go, we got this one, Kale. We're going to step up and, and produce for you tonight. Yeah. And it starts with Bowen Byram, as it's playing on the TV right now. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, shot sneaks through. It's a little bit of a C&I shot, but yeah. Byram doing a whole lot with his legs to create that play. Yeah. It, where, where is the Avs defense at with with not just being a part of the offense? We know that, but how many of these guys can the Avs run their offense through? Obviously, Makar. How many more guys do you put on that list to regularly run your defense through for or your offense through for Colorado? Rather, like outside of power play specifically. Yeah, that, uh, obviously they have McCarr at the top, the 3D on, on PP2, but on 5 on that, 5. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, that's how Gerard ends up. Yeah, it's true. Picking up a point on that second unit tonight. And so he is someone you can count on. I wouldn't say with the regularity of every single game, but it is split among the defensive group in ways that like Taves, Gerard, kind of tag team trickling points in periodically. You can count on McCarr pretty reliably. He's definitely now surpassed his pace from last year. But then this is where the Bo Byram conversation as a little bit of an X factor comes into play because on a night where McCarr is having maybe a little bit of an off night, still a terrific player, Byram steps up in a big way. He leads the team in shots on net for a reason because he was really feeling it. Mm -hmm. And looking to a young player to step up when maybe your star in Kale McCarr isn't having quite the best night and seeing that Bo Byram is ready to rise to that task is such a huge boon in the Avs cap just in what their defense can contribute offensively. And I think that's where it's a sneaky 
group. I mean, Jack Johnson. (laughs) Look, I don't want to talk about that as if it's a regular recurring thing, but the way that the offense is split up among the defensive group beyond just Taves, Makar, and Byram is important. Well, since you're bringing up Jack Johnson, and I know we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here, but I think something the Avs do extremely well as a team, as a system, as a unit, it was obvious that Jack Johnson was vibing tonight. And there are there's no saddle on that, dude. If he's feeling it, get in the offensive zone and go, dog. Just free reign. You see him cutting in behind the goal line. You see him willing to take shots and activate. There is no no idea of trying to hold the abs back when it comes to their systems. Yeah, and I mean the offense that you produce from your defenseman is such an X factor in things like postseason series. Yep. How how easy you're able to transport pucks from one end to the other and the skill that those guys have in helping generate offense either on the rush or from more of a cycle type of situation uh in in the offensive zone. And nobody in the NHL has a defense like Colorado's that can do both of those things. Um, and when you're, if you're the Ducks, if I tell the Ducks before the game, hey, you're about to get an off night from Kale McCarr. They like feel you're pretty to, good about you're it. About, yeah. You're about to get one of those nights where you're like, oh, guys, he just doesn't look very good. They would have been thrilled. And then after the game, you look at the box score. He's got two assists. Bowen Byram is arguably their best defenseman on the night, as Megan had mentioned. And that's that's what makes them the handful that they are as a as a hockey team. Yep. Because not only do you have a almost 50 goal guy in Nico Ranton and hanging around. Not only do you have Nathan McKinnon, you know, pushing for a 100 point season. Mm-hmm. Not only do you have Kale McCarr, you know, pushing for another Norris nomination. <laughs> but then oh, it's hey, by the way, secondary guys. Maybe yeah. their third or fourth defenseman in Bowen Byram is on his way to a 10 goal season in 40 games. You, you have, and I get he's playing on the first line right now, but has bounced around the lineup. Val Nachuskin's a point-per-game player this right. year. <laughs> like, There's just so many pieces that Colorado has. Right, and, and this is without 20-goal Arturi Lekkanen. Yep. You know, this is without, this is without 30-goal Cape Landeskog. <laughs> like, and they, they already look like this. Like, they are such a problem. And, and you know, Devon Taves and Sam Gerrard... You know, Taves produces points at a at a little bit of a higher rate. He also plays with the top line a lot more often. Uh, and and Gerard still is on his way to a perfectly respectable what thirty five point season, something like that. Yeah, thirty five to forty point season where you know he had such a miserable start to the year that it was like, God, what's wrong with Sam Gerard? And at this point. I, I, if if you think something's wrong with Sam Gerrard, you might be the problem looking for it. Because the Sam Gerrard that we've gotten since January 1st has been lights out. Much 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 better in both both sides of the ice. And you saw a little a little bit of that tonight. He picks up he picks up the goal obviously. It's a free goal. It's a it's the fifth goal <laughs> but you take in a 5-1 those. game and like you're not above those points of course. But it it it's also the back check that he has on what could have been a breakaway earlier in the game. Yep. You know, it's it's all the different aspects of what that defense as a whole can do to opposing teams and how on any given night, if you get lucky and it's not a Kale McCarr night, 
You might have gotten unlucky because it could be a Bo Byram night. <laughs> I think describing them as a handful is such a wonderful way to describe this defensive group because y you know that their pre-scout didn't say Bo Byram's going to be the problem tonight yeah. in this way that they, they just couldn't have possibly been prepared for. I'm sure they're receiving warnings, but I think it's such a testament to to what they're capable of contributing offensively that they have three defensemen on PP2. Yep. Yep. They're, they're the little rascals. They're little rascals. <laughs> but like a defense, because you're like, on any given day, you're like, which which one of you is going to be the problem tonight? And if it happens to be all of them, you're getting the holy shit kicked out of you. <laughs> I and like little rascals. This is a night where three guys get, three of these guys get goals for you. Yep. Like, it, you get Jack Johnson in on it, it's not your night. <laughs> you're you're in trouble. It's not your night. Uh, do want to talk more about those goals first, the last goal of the first period. Uh, it just takes that much, and Nathan McKinnon is going to dunk on you. It, it does not take a lot. He creates just enough space. He catches Gibson cheating just enough to the middle of the ice, and the puck's in your net. It, <laughs> you don't even blame John Gibson no, for trying to cheat a yeah, little bit. Right. Because he doesn't trust any of the defense in front of him because they hemorrhage high-danger chances. They are the worst team in the NHL giving up high-danger chances. And you see why. You looked at him tonight, and the Avs are just... I mean, Val Nachushkin has taken slap shots from three feet away <laughs> totally into John Gibson's gear, yeah. where he's just sliding across on a lost game, hoping to get another bruise somewhere on his body. Because his defense in Tough front of look. him was atrocious. Tough look for John Gibson. Yeah. You gotta feel bad for that guy. For real, it's not not pretty out there. Uh, but it's it's the combination of all things. We've given credit to the defense. We do our best to give credit to the depth whenever they succeed. Yeah. But it all comes together because the top is just so 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 good. Yeah, in Colorado, I think McKinnon's like his role in the Valnichushkin goal and then his role on his own goal yep. are so high skill that sure that Jack Johnson goal probably looks a little bit weird maybe you can cut Gibson some slack there but like McKinnon is just very smart and highly skilled mm -hmm. I love what he does on this first goal where he deeks Scott Harrington and then leaves the puck for himself that's yep. just very embarrassing <laughs> and then it, I'm so sorry Scott Harrington I'm not <laughs> But that's, you know, like, that's where you have some sympathies for John Gibson, too, because that just shouldn't have happened. But McKinnon is better. He's just better. He's what do you say? Like, this is how I imagine every team in the East feels like when they have to play Sidney Crosby in their prime still these days, not just not as quite as dominant. Yeah. But what do you tell other team? It's like, hey, I just hope McKinnon doesn't beat you, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Is there anything else you can say? I mean, there's only so much you can do to be like, okay, guys, we're going to take away Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, okay, good luck, dude. Like, when he's playing the way that he has been, and we talked in the pregame, you mentioned he hadn't had any points yesterday. Yep. Is he really going to put up two games in a row where he doesn't do a damn thing on offense? Nope. Good luck. Good, <laughs> good luck believing that shit. And then he goes out and does what he does, and as Megan mentions, I mean, the, the plays that he makes where he gets his points. They're obscenely all, high skill. All world, yeah. I mean, you have one that he passes it through the entire team to a guy on the back door, and should that guy be covered? Totally. It still but takes incredible vision to find that, yeah, that guy. Puck, yeah. That puck doesn't pass itself. <laughs> it's a great play by McKinnon. And, like, the goal the goal that he scores, yeah, Gibson cheats a little bit, but also a great shot. 
Yep. And it's not the kind of shot that McKinnon takes a ton of from that situation because you turn around and in a similar-ish spot, he makes that pass to Nachushkin. Yep. You're going to turn around and whip that thing in the net too. But you notice Nachushkin's, or not Nachushkin, you notice Gibson's a little tighter to his post on that situation because he got beat cheating earlier. So now it's going to take him forever to get Back across on this other one. Because he got beat once in that spot. He's not about to let McKinnon do that to him again. So McKinnon beats him a different way. All right. Well, look. Is McKinnon a bully? All this beating talk? Like (laughs) McKinnon just beating people? I mean, I kind of feel bad for everybody. Uh, Look, if you've been wronged by your team like John Gibson and you're here in Colorado, maybe you need to call Bacchus (laughs) and Shanker. All right. If you've been injured and you're not at fault, call two 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 two. Encourage goalies to think that they're not the problem. (laughs) Goalies are always the root of the problem. All right. Well, if you've got a goalie problem and they injured you, you can also call Bacchus and Shanker. There we go. You're you're good that way too. It works both ways. They've got you covered. But seriously, if you have been injured, whether it's a car accident, even if it's a rideshare situation, or you weren't driving or anything like that, that's terrifying. Rideshare situation. Seriously, like you have no control. Uh, or even if it's something like you were injured at work, you can go to coloradolaw.net or hit the two number to get a hold of Bacchus and Shanker. They will take you on, have a consultation for completely free if they think you have a case. They'll take it on for completely free. You don't pay anything until you win your case. So it it's not like you need financial good spot to be in a good financial spot. There we go. I got there uh, to even hire Bacchus and Shanker. They will come in and you don't have to pay them anything to get you just what you deserve. Uh, If you've been in one of those situations and you have medical bills and things like that, you deserve to be compensated. It's just the reality. So hit them up, go get them. They've been doing it for 25 years here in Colorado. uh, And they've won over a billion dollars for their clients for as sick as Nathan McKinnon is. He won't make even close to a billion dollars, at least from his NHL contracts. Uh, So get them up. Bacchus and Shanker, coloradolaw.net, the two number, you know where to find them. Go get what you deserve. Uh, also brought to you by the wonderful people over at DraftKings Sportsbook. See the see how it's changed. What what <gasps> changed? Oh yeah, you're oh, the, yeah, you're I, the I, shaker. I, I do got the leg going now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it's it happens. It's the way it goes. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. You use code DNVR when you sign up today. You bet five dollars, you get hundred and fifty dollars in free bets. You don't even need to hit the bet. They just give you 150 free bucks for placing it. And then you can go bet it on whatever you want. We did pretty well tonight. The Avs won the first period. McKinnon scored. Val scored. Kale didn't score. So you can't hit them all. But pretty solid night overall. Uh, you can bet on whatever you want also. It doesn't have to be Avs if that's not your thing. The Nuggets also won tonight. I'm assuming Jokic got that last assist to get to the triple-double. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm just going to say he did it. So I'm just gonna say <laughs> seems likely uh, easy one to bet on there too. Tons of other stuff, whatever <laughs> you want to bet on. 25, 17, and 12. Oh, so it uh, it got a lot better. <laughs> He's pretty good. Whatever. He's pretty good. Uh whether it be Colorado sports or anything else, uh, even if it's esports, you can go bet on it with DraftKings. So check them out. Use the DNVR code today. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Uh, other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See the show notes down below for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. It's all void in Ohio. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. 
I I don't love trying to quantify luck. Ugh. It's maybe my least favorite conversation because if you say that a team is lucky, people feel attacked. Yeah. And like that takes away from success. But luck is always a part of success. It just naturally is. Yep. And And if you say a team is unlucky, you're making an excuse for them. And like, I think in the grand scheme, if you look beyond this game, I think there were pretty long portions of this year where you could make an argument that the abs were unlucky. Certainly since you've hit March, since you've hit this stretch, even parts of February, we've seen that correct back to the mean at very yeah. least. Look, when we were talking about when we were talking about them having a five V five on ice shooting percentage as a team of four percent. Yeah. It was the it would it had the season finished that way, it would have been the lowest five V five shooting percentage ever <laughs> since those numbers started getting recorded. Yep. And so it was pretty easy to be like, this isn't gonna continue, guys. This is going to eventually turn around and change. And it did now to the extent that it has. You know, yeah. obviously it's really, really, really turned around in March where they're averaging four goals a night. Is it too far the other way? But but that's like but, that's part of it, though. Yeah, and right. also, also you're playing worse teams now. It's true. If you'd gotten to play Anaheim and Chicago a bunch of times when your lineup was all beat up. In December, it wouldn't be as bad. <laughs> what would that have looked like? Because you would have at least been like partial AHL team against partial AHL team instead of playing Boston multiple times, you know, instead of playing yeah. Toronto, you know, instead of playing some of the teams that they had to play when their lineup was was absolutely just not good. Like, how different do those numbers go? You know, the abs have been owed a little bit of this and they've earned a little bit of this. Yeah. Both, and you both look things at, are true. You look at tonight and they just rolled over Anaheim. They just rolled over them. And are some of these goals, like the Jack Johnson goal, uh, the Bo Byram goal, yeah, they're a little bit lucky. Even the Sam Gerrard goal, it's a little bit lucky in the way that that it, rebound just pops comes out to the open to space. Him. Yeah. And, but that's also hockey. That, that happens sometimes. Yep. You know, the loss to Pittsburgh last week was Pittsburgh a little bit lucky in that Bo Byram was right there and a puck teleported in like through his <laughs> stick. Across the crease to the guy on the back door. Yeah, they got a little bit lucky there. Yeah. That's how the game, that's how the game, that's how games get decided is that some of those things just happen every once in a while. And, you know, with the abs, the pendulum is swinging back in that direction. And while, while they continue to hemorrhage injury issues, I'm not going to sit here and be like, ah, such a lucky hockey team. Yeah, right. (laughs) <laughs> Still missing three guys yep. that are making that are making more than four million dollars, who are a big part of their success. They're they're getting by with Jonas Johansson as their backup goalie because they're because their actual goalie, their actual backup who they pay good money for, has been out for a month. Like they're getting through this stretch. Jonas Johansson, full credit, he's won two good two games for them. Well, I mean, two games that you need four points that you need for, right now. Forget the other game tonight. He faces 30 shots, gives up one goal. That's more than you can ask out of him, right? Absolutely. And honestly, we look at the one goal given up and we see that it's a bad turnover. Yeah. It's basically a shutout and AJ should pour water on his head. <laughs> Almost. It was pretty close. Not quite counting it. <laughs> enough though i mean it's and, and i'm it, kidding in pregame we said how many we all kind of came to that two three number one yep you're gonna win 
whole lot of one. hockey games when you give up one. And and it's the Evs did a good job in front of him, but there were stretches where he makes two or three good saves. He flashes Absolutely. a blocker or, or a, a pad across, and it's. Life is just so the, much easier. The big <laughs> thing here, and with every third goaltender that ever comes in, you're just saying, just don't give him anything free. Yep. Don't give up anything on a weak shot that you can't, like, you can't stop a team from taking any shots the whole game. You're going to have to make stops. Just don't give them anything free. Whatever they get, if they're going to get a couple, just make, make sure that they've earned them. And you look at the one goal he gives up tonight, that's earned. You know, yep. It, yep. it's a it's a free play from Makar, but they capitalize on it. They finish. They it. have a good finish on it, and then Jonas Johansson says no mas. The, the rest of it, mm -hmm. you know, that's it. It it was the end of it for him. Nothing free, and with Johansson, that's and and again with every third goaltender you're ever going to have in a game, you're just saying nothing free. If you give us nothing free, we got you. And the Avs more than had Jonas Johansson. That goal support is a dream. Five goals in both of his starts. You better win them both. But he did. And one goal, nothing about this was interesting in the third period, which is perfect for the second half of the back-to-back. -back. On the road against a bad team. This is just an easy, taking care of business, no drama. Easy peasy. Well, and what, It's perfect. Go ahead. And I was just going to say, and I don't mean for this to be insulting to Jonas Johansson, but... yeah. Because it's not a surprise to me that he's able to, but he is a component in keeping the penalty kill perfect through tonight because he does yep. have to come up with some of those saves. Yep. Yep. And when they have the man advantage, that just becomes a bit more risky for him. And that challenges a goaltender even more. And he stands up to that test really well. There were some scary moments in the second where he does mm -hmm. have to make a sequence of mm -hmm. like three saves. And, you know, he's allowing those rebounds so the sequence is even happening. Yeah. But mm -hmm. he makes those saves. He does. And it's important. And I think, you know, he's owed credit for that that I think we're all giving him. I mean, absolutely. Regardless of how you feel about John Gibson, he got outdueled by Jonas Johansson tonight. Now the Avs also dominated the game, but... Dojo was the better goalie tonight. Yo, Jonas Johansson versus John Gibson could be the great equalizer in a head-to-head -head matchup. Yep. And Jonas Johansson didn't let him be the problem. Yep. Exactly right. Sometimes against bad teams like that, especially on Sega Babas, sometimes if that's just the goal, I'm not going to be the problem tonight. It's not going to be yep. me. Yep. If you I'm not a, showing up on video tomorrow. If you get a whole team that's not the problem, you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah. And... Kale McCarr was like, it's it's me. I am the problem. I'm the problem. <laughs> it's me. And then has two assists. His brother is the one named Taylor, though. So, I mean, Aww. that's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I think critically to this game, and especially the part that is impressive because it's a Sega Baba. It's creepy. What? I can see my reflection in the glass. Oh, and with the, light, with the sunglasses. <laughs> they look like eyes. <laughs> When I do, oh, that's creeping me out. All right. Gotta uh, stop that. But on the Sega Baba, though, the Avs get up 4-1 early in the second period. They continue to push. They continue to keep that pressure on. They get into the third period. They play well enough to draw a power play, and they put the game down with that Sam Gerrard goal. Coming directly off of a game where, you know what, they just didn't show up for that third period against Arizona and made yep. their life harder. They learned that lesson immediately. And went out and, and just said, no, Anaheim doesn't get to be a part of this hockey game. Yeah, it's a, it's a grown-up third period. Yep. That's big boy stuff right there. 
They, they just take care of your business. Moved on from the daycare in that third period. Yeah. Graduated the, up to yeah. elementary school the, or something. The little rascals grew up really quickly. The little rascals. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love I love referring to a defense with Eric Johnson and Jack Johnson That's as the little, little rascals. rascals. <laughs> Even Taves, there's something about him that doesn't seem like a young He's feral an old child. soul for sure. Yeah. A young feral. <laughs> <laughs> Only when somebody touches kale. It, yeah, that's true. Fair, I yeah. something in it. Something paternal. Yeah. <laughs> no. That that your big rascal showed up. Big when, rascal. When Max Jones decided to mess with Kale at the end of the game, big rascal showed up. Daddy yeah. Devon. <laughs> why does it always have to be Daddy, man? Wait, I don't know why. I my default is Papa. Like Papa tapes. Papa. Oh, Devon. that's way cuter. It's cuter. <laughs> Let's Only, charge. Okay, I but, do. I do like dad. Like Daddy Devon has the yeah. The alliteration yeah, got a little. It does, but should it? <laughs> Taze and the toddlers. Yeah, the- Taze and the toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because Jack Johnson and EJ yeah, are right there, yeah. but I, I can live with it. <laughs> I, I like it because if we asked all of them who was the adult on the defense. That answer might actually be Devontae. It might be. He's mischievous. <laughs> I think maybe Jack Johnson. <laughs> actually, Kale is probably the adultist of them. The babyest face. Off the ice. Off the, the ice. The most adult, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> He's definitely the guy that is out at the bar and is like. <laughs> it's 9 p.m. Guys, it's yeah. 7.30. <laughs> <laughs> happy hour stopped two hours ago. We said we were done after happy hour, fellas. <laughs> come on, let's let's call the Uber. <laughs> I love uh, this version of Kale. <laughs> the responsible, like oh, no man. fun allowed. Yeah, he's taking that torch from Mac. <laughs> not, I don't responsibility, maybe not, but Mac was very much the no fun allowed guy. Yeah. Anyway, the little rascals is my favorite thing to think about. <laughs> On that note, if you are wanting to get out for happy hour, illegal Pete's from three to six p.m. I never know, man. <laughs> I'm always on. That's, I'm always. I on, gotta keep you on your toes. I'm okay? always on guard for Roman to come out of the shadows. And- <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep you honest. I can't just dive into a Roman read every time. Yeah, <laughs> illegal Pete's. You can go there for happy hour from three to six p.m. Obviously. Delicious burritos, all that goodness. So you can shove it in your mouth, uh, just like you would do with a Roman read. Uh, <laughs> uh, you could do that, but Hi. also for the rest of March, uh, if you get a vodka drink at Illegal Pete's, they will donate some of the proceeds to Youth on Record here in Colorado. So you're helping out the kids, too. So it's a win-win on that it's front. Vodka for kids. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Uh, check them out. There's 10 different locations here in Colorado with Illegal Pete's, and there's one just a couple blocks from the bar. A great game, great place to pregame if you're coming down to the bar. Go check it out. Uh, we are also brought to you by the folks over at... My phone's not loading fast enough. It's a tragedy. Uh, the folks over at the... Uh, I mean, I guess they're not the highest people in Colorado, but they can get you the highest with Jive Hive. Uh, 
go check them out at jivehive.com. That's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com to order your weed today. You can use the QR code right on screen there if you would like to. Uh, super easy to use, super good product. I genuinely don't know why it took this long for someone to come up with this delivery weed service and, and virtual dispensary thing. I can go home. I don't have to talk to anybody. I don't have to see anybody. I don't have to do anything special. I just go to their website. I click, give me the weed. And the then they amazing sell job ever. <laughs> I don't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to wear pants to do this. <laughs> and then they, it comes right to your front door. Bring me the weed. Yeah. It's super easy. This is, this is the dream that pineapple express was about. <laughs> all right. This is, this is how we all got here. <laughs> uh, go that check dude, him that out. That dude got smoked by a daywoo, so Jive Hive could live. <laughs> uh, go check him out. Uh, JiveHive.com. They do only deliver to select locations, so make sure you're putting your address in on the website. Make sure they do yeah. deliver to you before you order. And you can even schedule your order so they can deliver it to you tomorrow. If you want to order in advance, you're all good to go with Jive Hive, J I V E H Y V E.com. <laughs> Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We kind of already talked about him, but our king of the game here, we're going with the bow show. Uh, no doubt about it. Bowen Byram. That's a big crowd. <laughs> Did he get a third assist? Was, was it only... Two assist, yeah, I think it was only the one assist, it looks like. Still, a two-point night for Bo. Uh, making it look good. Making it look... Again, on a night where Kale oh, McCarr yeah. wasn't the, the biggest baller in the room, Bo was like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. I think he's a big proponent in the pressure continuing to be applied in that third period, too. Yep. I think it's hard for a team to give up around somebody who's playing... As confidently as he was, and this the thing about his confidence um, that you're that you're getting at here. It is infectious. The way that the, his kind of attitude and kind of the swagger that he brings. It's important to have guys on your team that have that kind of mentality. Like you need that mix, right? All of that is what builds up their chemistry and your culture. You know, you need a quiet superstar like a like a Kale McCarr, but you also like seriously, you also need. A, a born Byron who yeah. will just kick through whatever door he's near because he can and thinks it's fun and thinks it looks cool and then will flex on him when he gets into the other side. Like, you need a guy that just doesn't understand fear, you know? Yeah. Or or what he understands of it, he just eats for breakfast. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> like, just a no, a no nonsense, like, they're there to, to, to dominate and just supreme confidence. And I think that that elevates all the guys around him. You know, the, the quiet confidence is great, but sometimes you need, you need the like the the alpha 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 to to let them know like, oh, it's not Kale's night, it's my night. There's no drop off here. <laughs> Good luck. Nine goals, including tonight, twenty one points in thirty five games on the season. Repeat that for me. Nine goals, twenty one points, thirty five games. <laughs> Okay. Casually on a 60-point pace. Yeah, just chilling. <laughs> not bad. Yeah, not just a 60-point pace, but that's what? Like 26 goals yeah, across an 82-game o- pace? Yeah, over 20-goal pace? <laughs> Ridiculous. 
Girl. <laughs> I, I, what do you, the abs are good. What do you say? The abs are really, yeah. really good. Everybody has a bow by arm. <laughs> you don't say that. That's for sure. Uh, we got what? A couple super chats to get to here. Also, if you guys want us to do winner shots, we need like 12 more likes. You got to get us to hundred likes. So you better hurry and get those in. If you want to see the winner shots. Yeah. Too true. Uh, $2 from Vaguely Sober who has the sweaty boys with bow and Byram or blowing by them. <laughs> got them. And then 27 Swedish kroner from Flats. I have no idea how much that is in USD. Uh, good morning and much love from Europe. It's $15. Or did you just no, make that up? I have up? no yes. idea. Man. <laughs> 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 now we're going to find out. <laughs> find no. out the hard way. Right. Uh, there you go. There wow. you go. Thank you for the likes. <laughs> that was a quick turnaround. Yeah, right. No kidding. You're going to make... Tiff have to actually do some work over there. How much, some, oh, how much oh, was it? Oh, wow. God. There's like you guys 10 really more. showed yeah, up. Okay. I'm going to ask for likes earlier next time. How much was it? The Bobiram effect. Well, a late one here. $20 Canadian from Drew, the incredible oh, Drew. I have given it way more credit. It's $260. Uh, <laughs> that, that is $2. All right. So like $250. All right. Got yeah. it. It's. Tree fitty. <laughs> Drew says, so just throwing it out there, DNVR takeover at Canada Life Center if the Avs get the Jets in the first round. I love you guys. Oh, look, dude. <laughs> We're not discussing that right now. Yep. It's, it's um, not a thing. I will tell you, if I have to drive back up there, <laughs> and if they, win, if they win that series up there, we are definitely having an Avs hangout Vibing. After that series win. There you go. Uh, look. Let me ask you it this way. Are the Avs hitting their stride at just the right time? Or do you think there's still more to go for them to get into playoff mode? That's going to be again in nine games. All I right, do top out think answer. there's another level that okay. they haven't hit yet. And part of it is health. Like, this isn't even them fully... It's true. Like I guess you know, Arturi Lekin and Josh Manson. I do believe those are difference makers. Yeah, definitely. And I like their odds any given night, exactly as they are now for reasons like down. tonight. So I do think there's this other gear well, that even Bednar alludes to. But they are hitting a stride. Like there is a reason we're yeah. seeing Miko Rantanen on the doorstep of 50 goals and yeah. Nathan McKinnon, 95 points, 95 nine games to go. <laughs> it's within reach. Miko on a literal doorstep tonight, too, just hammering away at pucks, trying to get yeah. to 50 tonight. <laughs> yeah, it he, felt that way, he right? Let him go. Yeah. He was shooting tonight. Yeah, he was. he was really like, we'd be joking about he doesn't want it. And then tonight he's like, what's that? <laughs> it's like whatever whatever we want from whatever we think yeah. about him. He's, he's like, I'm, I'm doing the opposite. <laughs> he's contrary. I'm doing the opposite. <laughs> Oh, All right. we'd like you to not hit 50 goals. Yeah, we don't even want that. We don't, we don't even care. We don't go. even have a graphic yeah. for that. We did I cares? say Bo? You did. Say- <laughs> we got it. Bo, why did you hit 50 goals? Okay. Yeah, if Bo okay. hits 50 goals, we're we're popping off. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's let's do some Dr. Dub shots here. Yeah. Easy dubs. Cheers. Cheers. Stop doing that. Thank you. Ah. All right. Uh, obviously, we kind of already touched on it. The win tonight is nice. It's also expected. 
The big ones start now with Minnesota and Dallas coming up. Uh, again, the Dallas one is a is a scheduled win for Colorado. It is. Dallas will be tired for that game. You really, they should really win that game. Yeah, but I will be really curious to see what they do in net. Yeah, how they that, split it out that Friday Saturday combination, knowing that come that day, it's like unlikely but possible they're in third place. They might just have to roll out Otter for both. Buddy, if you thought Ranton disappeared in the playoffs last year, I I don't even know what he to tell you. He was sneakily picking up so many yeah. assists every single game. Um, yeah. He literally <laughs> set in Stanley Cup final record. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, this is not true. <laughs> yeah. What? Hold on. <laughs> you okay, Megan? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> We might need an adult. Brad England, <laughs> Bo Byram for 50 goals. <laughs> Tiff, Tiff's kind of an adult. I am not the adult here. <laughs> this dude has 25 points in 20 games in a Stanley Cup run last year, and we're talking about him disappearing? Yeah, I don't think so. What the F? <laughs> Stop putting cheese into my body, David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's orange soda. What the F? <laughs> Uh, he disappeared (laughs) any final thoughts on tonight before we we get out of here and and head towards our one-off day of the week what the f (laughs) this has broken my brain i had no idea somebody on earth felt this way (laughs) (laughs) that all right brains are broken yeah confirmed if miko antonin had a nemesis who do you think it would be us, the, the media. City we of are, Anaheim. We are the me- just the media. I don't think so. I think he likes media. Okay. Uh Miko was one of the power girls, which one Bubbles. Well, for sure bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miko would be bubbles. I'm trying to come up with a contrarian answer to be Miko I feel here, like but I can't. I think McKinnon it's bubbles. would be blossom. Yeah. Eh, I mean I, 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 yeah, oh, I like yeah, that. I like yeah, that. I see yeah, that. Landy would be boss. That's a good call. I think Mac. I think would be Buttercup. Uh, angry Mac could be Buttercup. Normal Mac, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna get out of here for the this day. This is the biggest off day. Yeah, pod no kidding. Energy no ever. kidding. Uh, we are off tomorrow. We're taking the day off because we're going hard the rest of the week. Honestly, the, the run to the playoffs is gonna be. We're going hard. Yeah, I mean, we so. do we do five shows a week, and like every week we have a day off somewhere in the middle of the and week. And we so have pretty normal at the rink, which also dropped today. Go yeah. watch it with Megan and Jesse. Yeah, so, hell yeah, it's, it's the best podcast we do. Honestly, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we appreciate all y'all. We will be back on Wednesday doing all the whole nine as usual. You know how it goes. <laughs> Uh, yes, we, we will be here on this YouTube channel. Like and subscribe if you haven't. We just hit 36k. We appreciate that. We're slowly marching towards 100. We want to make it there someday. So do that, and we will talk to you on the next one.